Welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am your host starring Nate Frizzell from Los Angeles, California, specifically Hollywood, California, specifically the Fairfax district of Los Angeles. It is Friday here in the Bicoastal Hootenanny studios. That must mean that today is Frizzell Fridays. That's right. Happy Friday to you out there in Bicoastal Hootenanny Hootenier land. I'm uh, I'm coming to you, like I said today, from the Fairfax district, which, of course, Adam always likes to um, point out that I make it a point to say that, you know, this is a very Jewish-heavy district, as if he's got a problem with me saying that. Uh, I, I noticed something the other day that I wanted to share with you hootenears about my neighborhood um, that I, I thought was very funny. Um, you, you know how they so, – so, like I said, my, my neighborhood's very um, – Jewish heavy. It's very Hasidic, a very conservative Jewish neighborhood. Uh, And uh, I was driving through it the other day. It's a very lovely neighborhood. Uh, And uh, I noticed some some two young blonde fellows walking through the neighborhood. And uh, I could see them off in the distance. And as I got closer to them, I realized, oh, well, they couldn't be in a worse neighborhood. Uh, Because as I got closer, I noticed that they were indeed Mormons. from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in a very Jewish neighborhood. Now, I don't know what kind of salesmen these people are. Maybe they're good at what they do. Maybe that's why they're here. Maybe they're bosses. I don't know the whole power structure of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But maybe whoever's in charge, their their regional coordinator, was like, hey, you two, you're good. You're like fucking Al Pacino from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. You're like Ricky Roma and Shelley the Machine Levine of Mormonism. So let's get you out to the Fairfax District of Los Angeles, California. We want you to convert some Jews. So maybe that's why they're there. But that seems like a pretty hard sell. Like you're just sort of setting yourself up for failure. You know, it's like sending some Klansmen out to Compton to try to recruit some new members. You know, okay, maybe it's not that extreme. You know, maybe maybe that was... Maybe that was harsh. That was way harsh, Ty. But um, I just don't think you're going to have much luck. And these these guys, they they couldn't have been any. I mean, they couldn't have been much older than 18. Like barely legal to to uh, do this by themselves, you know, without per, per, parental. Um, anyway, I just thought that was. Is that irony? Like Mormons in a Jewish neighborhood? Uh, is that irony, or is that balls, or is that? ignorance I, I don't know what that is but um i thought it was it was noteworthy today um so anyway like i said it's frizzell friday today and here i am all by my lonesome and uh i wanted to bring you a very live very in the moment rant of the week as will become tradition here on frizzell fridays normally i'll rant during the week and just record myself and then play back but I wanted to share with you something that happened to me uh, a couple of years ago. I went to uh, San Francisco with some friends of mine, and we went down to uh, 
was, they call it, uh, was it, was it Chinatown? I think is what it was. And there was this big open mall there. It was, it was great. It was actually really, really interesting. And you get to see, you know, a whole different culture right here in America. And of course they say that San Francisco's Chinatown is the best Chinatown. Many cities have Chinatowns. LA has Chinatown, which actually might be the most famous Chinatown because it is what the great film starring Jack Nicholson and the dreaded Faye Dunaway is referencing. Although very little of it actually takes place in Chinatown. It is the one that they are referring to. Uh, but they say that San Francisco's Chinatown is the best, and I can see why, because it's it's huge, and it, it has some real interesting culture going on there. Anyway, so we're walking through. We're having a good time. Have you ever noticed how uh, Asian people, and I, I'm calling them Asian specifically because I don't think that this is confined specifically to the Chinese, and so I don't want to offend uh, you know other cultures who might also employ this same practice, but do you ever notice how Asian people often are seen in public wearing surgical masks? Because I've noticed that, and I've noticed that for years. But on this particular trip in San Francisco, we're walking down the street. It's San Francisco. It's a pretty big city in the in the United States. A woman walks past this little, old, tiny little old woman, probably in her late 60s, early 70s, with a full-on gas mask on her face. Now, this is when the practice of wearing surgical masks goes from being like, okay, well, you're a little paranoid about getting sick. I, You know, that's fine. I get it. To, all right, you know something we don't. You're wearing a gas mask in public, and I want to know what you know. I'm going, you know, I want to drag you into a, a, an alleyway and drill into your teeth until you tell me what it is that you know. Why are you wearing a gas mask in public, and why can't I have one? So I got all up in arms about it. And all my friends, they couldn't care less. They're like, so what? She's wearing a gas mask. I was like, so what? She's wearing a gas mask? How many times have you said that in your life? And how many times will you think that that'll be okay? Oh, no, it's no big deal. The building's just falling down over there after a plane crashed into it. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, I'm sorry. When I see somebody out in public in a crowded area wearing a gas mask, I'm looking over my head for some black ops helicopters or some shit like that going on. Anyway, it scared me, and uh, I think that somebody needs to tell Asian people that it's going to be okay. You know, you're you're not going to avoid avian flu by wearing a surgical mask because, sure, you'll eliminate some of the crap that you're breathing in, but that's mostly your pollution. You're going to need to wear a full-on, like, hazmat suit if you want to, you know, for the rest of your life, escape all the illnesses that are floating around in the air, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna escape avian flu or SARS just by wearing a surgical mask. You're gonna have to have gloves on too. And while you're at it, you're gonna have to have something blocking your nose so that you don't breathe through your nose because the surgical mask ain't gonna stop everything from getting in. I don't know. Maybe it stops a lot, but you know what I mean. So that's just I mean, that's just something to think about for all you uh all you hootineers out there who like me have Asian friends, and uh, you, if you ever need some wisdom to pass along, just be like, hey, listen, stop with the surgical mask because it's not working. And it just makes you look a little silly. And if you decide to one day become that woman who moves up to gas masks, which probably is really smart if you think about it. You know, if you're going to wear a gas mask, you're going to avoid a lot of the crap because that's a lot more efficient than a surgical mask. But... Uh, 
just, just, uh, just stop. Listen, I, I've gotten through 31 years of my life and hopefully plenty, plenty more without wearing surgical masks. I don't think I've ever had a surgical mask on in my life. Um, and uh, without a gas mask. Never, never once had a gas mask. I can say that with absolute certainty. Never put a gas mask on. And uh, yeah, sure, I've gotten sick from time to time, but I'm a pretty healthy person. Don't get sick very often. I haven't worn any of those masks. So, hey, join the rest of us. Act like normal people. So that was my rant of the week. Brought to you by Whiny Bitch Incorporated. Um, next, I want to move on to a, a little segment that I wanted to, to bring to you. First of all, for those of you out there who, like me, are enormous LSU Tiger fans, uh, it's in your blood. You know, you bleed that purple and gold. You know that this week we're going to be traveling to the beautiful southern city of Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Oxford is a, uh, you know, it's it's a very genteel kind of town. You know, they've got those oaks everywhere. It's a, It definitely is a small town feel. Um, you know, it's, it's all these beautiful homes. It is what, it is one of the, the places I think of when I think of like the old south. You know, it's, it's, it's quintessential Southern America. Uh, not South America, Southern America. America, there you go. Uh, very proper. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Finn Stubbs. Uh, my, uh, I, I, I don't know, I guess at this point we're like, by common law, we're like stepbrothers. As his mother is dating my father. And they have been for like eight years or something. I have something like that. Anyway, he went to Ole Miss, loved it. I, I get it. Give a little shout out to Finn. Love the Ole Miss Rebels. But uh, I have to say, uh, I caught a uh, <laughs> an interview, a video from our good friends at Riot.org. That's R-Y-O-T.org recently. And uh, they interviewed a girl who, wow, they could have picked probably a more embarrassing girl to, to represent the, uh, the campus and the school, the University of Ole Miss, than this particular girl. Now, I'm not going to say that our LSU fraternity girls are, are, are all, you know, right there. Uh, <laughs> they're not all shining examples of our university, but, but this girl kind of takes the cake. And, well, I'll just let you hear for yourself. Uh, they were taking uh, random interviews with people before an Ole Miss game. Excuse me, it was the Ole Miss-Texas A&M game. And uh, they were just asking him random questions about the school, you know, trying to drum up some interest about uh, Ole Miss, you know, get people excited about possibly going to Ole Miss. You know, it's college education time. They want everybody to be, hey, come to Ole Miss. And so this is one of the girls that they picked out. The question asked in this particular clip is, what is the best thing about Ole Miss? This is the response. Hands down is the alcohol. Um, it's not always free, but always there. So yeah, the 
never loses a party. Ole Miss never loses a party. Now, God bless this girl. You know, I think she's the kind of girl that was a lot of fun to party with and so on and so forth. Uh, she was that girl that was down for anything. You know that girl I'm talking about. You know, she's that sorority girl who is like like social chair or something like that because she's just in for some crazy shit. Like this girl is nuts. Uh, oh, but by, by the way, it's not over. The best is yet to come. Uh, when asked what is a hottie toddy, now I don't. I'm not. I didn't go to Ole Miss. Um, I'm not 100% sure what a hottie toddy is, but from from the video that I saw, hottie toddy looks like their official, like the the Ole Miss official drink. Um, and it's like a war cry, I think, as well. But uh, here, the, the, our our girl tries to explain it to us. What is a hottie toddy? We say hottie toddy. You know, you say go tigers. We say hottie toddy. But if you want to know the more specific meaning, hot toddy is a drink that you drink when you like are sick, and it's whiskey, hot water, lemon, honey. But that's off topic. Oh, it's off topic. Well, thank you for you know telling us that and and steering us on topic. By the way, how is that exactly off topic? I mean, you've been talking about alcohol this whole time, so. Oh well, I guess that's for me for you to know and me to find out. Um, well, anyway, we, the, the interview continues and we get the final thoughts. She specifically asked for her final thoughts, which I think is brilliant by the interviewer because you know that this bitch, as soon as she's asked for her final thoughts, she's gonna put on a show, and she does indeed do that. I don't have the video for you. <clears throat> she literally fixes her hair. She gives the microphone to the interviewer, fixes her hair like rubs her lips and then she takes the microphone back and looks right into the camera and this is her these are her final final thoughts Ole Miss is the most fun school you'll ever go to and when you go to a college you're going to make the grades blah 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 as long as you get a 2-0 it's more about the experience and we only live once you gotta just like do your thing have your personality and Ole Miss we may all be have lower IQs I have a higher IQ than most people but well, no, it's a lie, but we have fun, and we don't ever miss the party. And hotty toddy, gosh almighty, who the hell are we, hey? Flim flam, bim bam, Ole Miss, bye, damn. God bless this wasted, wasted woman. You're going to get the grades, who cares, blah, 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 as long as you get a 2-0. Man, I know plenty of people who had that same philosophy, and there's something about the number 2.0 when referring to a GPA that's just not really that attainable, because if you're aiming for a 2.0, you actually will probably get a little bit lower than that. Like, I know a couple people got kicked out of LSU for having a 1.8 GPA, and uh, uh, 2.0 is not really something to strive for, m'lady. Uh, but you know what? Hey, they never miss a party at Ole Miss, so God bless them. Yeah, this just cracks me up. You know, it's like, look, I'm not going to pretend like LSU's got the, 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 the brightest non-partying people. As a matter of fact, we got probably got plenty of girls just like that. We also probably have plenty of guys that would embarrass the shit out of us, too. But what we don't have, Bama, <laughs> what we do not have is a guy, a fraternity guy who will cry in the stands. 
when uh, you beat us. That's right. We didn't even have anybody crying in the stands when you beat us 21 to nothing in the national championship. At least we walked out of that stadium with our head held high. And we said, nope, fuck it. We'll come back next season and beat you, which we did not do. But that's what we said when we walked out of that stadium. We didn't cry. So Ole Miss may have drunk mess girls who don't know how to make the university look good. Uh, and uh, LSU may have the occasional uh, wasted frat guy who does something stupid. I'm sure we do. Uh, but we don't have crying babies in the stand. And that was what this whole segment was all about. Because you could be Ole Miss, you could be LSU, but you're not Bama. Thank God. <laughs> I just made all that shit up. I really just wanted to bring this girl on the show in, in one form or another. Because I thought she was fucking hysterical. Oh, well, that's going to do it for me today. I just wanted to bring you guys some short, interesting, amusing anecdotes. And I hope you enjoyed my rant of the week. I hope you enjoyed the What We're Up Against segment uh, with the uh, old Miss girl. That poor girl in the first segment, that her friend that was with her was trying to get her, like, no, 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 it's all about school spirit. And she's like, no, it's school spirit. It's about vodka water. Uh, all right, I'm getting out of here. Uh, I'm running out of shit to talk about. But listen, stay tuned right here on theredstick.com to listen to more of the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam with my co-host Adam Tootenanny Wilson. Uh, we're going to be releasing a new episode of that on Monday. Then stay tuned the very next day on Tuesday for Adam's solo show, Tootenanny Tuesday. Uh, and then, of course, next Friday, we're going to have a little very special episode a Frizzell Friday with you. Let's just say it's going to be Halloween-ish. So for all of you out there who love your Halloween, stay tuned. We have something special for you planned. That's going to be it for today for Frizzell Friday. For Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York, I'm Nate Frizzell right here in Los Angeles, Hollywood, Fairfax District, California. To all my friends back home and everyone in between, I say, Sween, you toi.